just to round it all off to, I think, bring it a bit more into reality this year, we're currently recording this with stage six low chatting, I think is, is underway at the yeah. moment. And I used the number of a thousand matches on the weekend peak yes, last yes. year, and that's only going to go up this year. And Absolutely. Oh. to, to, to expect there to be additional generation at all those venues oh. and to expect there to be the network up. And cause a lot of what super sports schools broadcast goes over the internet. Yeah. No, it's a challenge. It's, and, and I'm not sure if we'll, be able to solve it. Um, I mean, we, wherever we have generators, we'll be using them and we'll hopefully be able to plug into the... Oh, my goodness. That is timing. And it screws up everything. <laughs> it's amazing. That's hey, speech uh, of the demo. Oh, you could use that. <laughs> so, wow. I just need to restart the audio. I'm just hoping that that's recorded up yeah. to there. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Supersport Schools podcast. I'm Alex White and this week we're looking inwards, I guess is the way to say it, into Supersport Schools. I think we all remember the moment where we first realized that we could watch school sport online. It might have been because a friend was playing, it might have been because a child of yours was playing, a school you used to go to was playing. But watching school sport online has become the norm. It exploded during COVID and now more games are streamed online than ever before. And South Africa through super sport schools is leading the way worldwide. So in this episode, we're going to find out what makes super sport schools tick, how it all started and how it hopes to expand and overcome challenges in the future. To do that, I'm going to start off by chatting to Gerard Stein, who basically runs the whole show. This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Steak Ranchers. One, two, three, go! I don't know if we can share this. Is it, is it fine? Eh? Yeah. Can we go and go for it? Uh, the whole um, Super Sport investment in Super Sport Schools uh, started with a request from, from Mark Jury to, to Nielsen Sport to determine what is happening in um, in rugby in South Africa back in 2016 both SA rugby and supersport were seeing a decline in, in attendance and on viewers on on screen and um, wanted to to just get to the bottom of that and um, out of that um, one of the um, conclusions was that not the whole industry is struggling there were some of the um, population segments in the population that that actually showed growth um and that pointed to towards schools um and from that there was an analysis that showed that on any given saturday when there was professional rugby in in the stadia roughly 50 to 75,000 people were attending across. professional um rugby matches across the different stadia Compared to school boy rugby that had more than 500 to 700,000 people. I mean, it's like 10 to 15 times more. Yeah. Um, and that's just rugby. Um, if you, they went and investigated and saw that netball, hockey, it's probably 80, 95 to 98% of people attending those sport codes did it at sport at school level. So um, it when, just, when I tell people about <clears throat> uh, super sports schools, the one example I always use is that I don't think I've watched a full professional hockey match in my life. Yeah. 
But school hockey, I've watched many games. Absolutely. And so yeah, just, I, for, for some of those sports, I can imagine it's like the school sport will be here and the, the, the viewing of the prof- professional sports down here, yeah. but that could also help well, feed in. I'm hoping that um, through this whole project that that would transition into an interest in, in the professional side of, of these sports codes as well. Because, I mean, I, I do think that if you give exposure at, at sport at school level to these different sports codes, that if you know the the players, the the standout players that become international ones, you follow them and you want to. You're interested in them, and then then there'll be an interest in in the professional side after school. So, I'm hoping that that is a sort of a byproduct of of what we do. Um, and I think also even for the the actual sports people, um, the young boys and girls playing sport. If you are looking to make a career out of it, mm. Supersport Schools covers matches around the country. I think last year I was hearing stats that there were like a thousand matches a weekend, absolutely even yeah. more. Yeah. The opportunity for selectors and coaches and exposure is yeah. greater than ever before. You don't need to have a selector traveling around the country going to certain schools based on what we've heard or whatever. Yeah. You can now actually watch footage. And even if you aren't, wanting to go into professional sport yeah. and you're playing middle teams, whatever, 30 years time, you can show your kids yeah, footage of you playing. Yeah. That's not something really that can happen now um, yeah. from, from, from previously. And you also, you, your sport matters because people can see it. It's out there. I don't know. Just add some, some special. To I, I agree with you. Um, the, the angle of, um, the impact that it has on national federations. I, I mean, I might be wrong in my assessment, but if we were not in the sort of space, in the school sports space this previous year, I'm not sure whether the national SA schools team would have looked the same. Um, if you had only had to choose the SA Schools team, based on the performance at Craven Week, I think the team would have looked differently. And there's always that stat that gets thrown around that like the number of Springboks that have actually come all time from Craven Week is is tiny. It's not that large, yeah. yeah. So um, the fact that selectors and decision makers have much more content to, to determine whether a player um, is really worth um, their jersey, um, it, it just makes it a better informed decision once uh, once you have more data. And um, that's one angle. This the other angle is obviously just the the fact that you can you can use the content to to improve talent. So you might identify a national squad early in the year in the hockey space. You know that some of them might have limitations, but you can work with them. You can show them clips that they that they have sh- some shortcomings, for instance, or use the, con- the the clips of someone that does it well to to train. For others. coaching, it's an incredible Absolutely. tool. So, so um, I, I mean, it, it's it's those type of uh, benefits to to national bodies, and and I think our data, especially from our AI camera, um, is that it, it's so rich in the sense that. Um, where a two-cam mix or a multi-cam production follows the ball, you have lots of uh, information from the screen 
you might not know what the players outside of that screen does, outside of that view, where the AI captures the full data set and you can watch a production of the full screen and you can follow a player without him being in the, in the normal production that you would follow the ball with and know what he does and, and um, teach from it uh, to say you could have done a cross defense here instead of staying here or when the ball was kicked you should have been back or um, in future you might have information about a player's uh, distance that he's run or the speed that he ran at or determine yeah, determined um, when he gets tired um, and that all from one camera the software can be developed to follow specific players um, it's not there at the moment it follows the ball for basketball in, in the U.S., these um, software have already been developed, so you can choose a production to follow a specific player, one of the 14 on the field, instead of the ball. Um, and it's not like these 14 games. It's like the one, and it just uses software behind. And But what I also want to say is that this whole platform is not only focusing on the high performance. Um it's yeah. it's it's about um, it's it's the content that people care about. I mean, I think that's going to be our sort of uh, catchphrase for for twenty twenty three, and proof of of that is in for instance in in athletics we see that there's more people following the heats than in a final in our world because there's more participants yeah. of it. Yeah. So they don't necessarily care about the results like you would in the Olympics for the 100 meter. You don't know and care what's happening in the qualifying rounds. You want to see the final and know who's yeah. the Olympic champion for the next four years. In our space, you follow a person. If that person doesn't qualify for the next round, you're not going to follow yeah. the rest of that um, item's results to determine who won it. To do this... We also can't um, do it at the same world-class quality that Supersport does it. But um, that being said, it's always at a very good quality. And I think when you mentioned the the larger field of view from those AI cameras, what mm. I actually thought is if you are wanting to watch, uh, maybe it's your child play, mm. a, a wider field of view allows you to do that. And Absolutely. then almost naturally, if it is high performance, so we say it's a big derby and so we have the the six cam mix, we have the team out yes, there yes. producing it at what is still a very high level, even if it might not be the massive setup that Supersport would have. Yeah, it's yeah. still, it's, it goes on linear TV it can, it and, can. Yeah, and it's absolutely. that good. Yeah, and, and for those matches, you might not be necessarily as concerned about seeing your own, I guess, child play because it's in the high performance team. You, you everyone wants that win and it's, it's true, a, true. so it, it kind is, of, it, it, it works out quite, quite nicely. Definitely. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think uh, I, th I think one uh, other point I'd like to to just make. Um, I think we've been we've been good at over the past year in aggregating content. Um, so but for the past year, we've probably done twenty five thousand hours of content, um, which which is can't watch all of it. No, there's no chance. But the people, what you wanted to see, I think, was available for, for, for the schools that we are involved in. And um, that's from roughly 120 cameras and third-party suppliers and our OB vans. Um, that's the sort of solutions that we've used over the past year. So next coming year, we'll, we've uh, received additional funding to roll out to another 200 or uh, roll out another 200 cameras. 
Um, so our aggregation of the content, I think we've sort of proven that concept and um, we're going to expand on that for next year. But our main focus for the next 12 months, I think, will be on making all that content more discoverable. Yeah. So that aggregation side, is, is, uh, that content's available on, on the platform. It's, uh, it's available as a VOD on the platform. People can still consume it. But I think the Gen Zs are more interested in highlights, in short-form f- uh, content yeah. instead of watching a full the game. Parents I mean, will watch the full game, and, maybe, yeah, and we'll but watch the absolutely. The and and I think that's the main focus for us for the next year. That content hub to to create these highlights packages, um, tell stories um, about um, from the content that's available. I think we have so many stories to tell, and and just on that point, I think what's exciting is the fact that having this aggregation sort of principle following that um, with all our athletics, for instance, um, all the different field events that's also captured or not just the first team, but all the teams below that on the field. Chances are that the Springbok captain of 2030 is playing a game somewhere on our platform at the moment. It's yeah. not necessarily playing in the first team. He might be, but what a story to tell in yeah. 10 years' time to say, here's a footage of the current box captain that played in the fifth team. At the content for the next Chasing the Sun can go right the way back. Precisely, and that's, that's uh, very exciting. So, so it's just finding more ways to, to engage with, with the customer and, and our users, uh, make it a bit more um, fun. And, uh, I mean, we... If you asked me where we would be in 12 months, 12 months ago, I would have been completely wrong in where we are. And who knows what lies ahead, what other future features might pop up. Um, so very exciting uh, road ahead. Bringing you the sport you care about the most, this is the Super Sports Schools Podcast. Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast. Because back bacon has more meat and less fat. And we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees. Then serve it with two large eggs, golden chips, grilled tomato, toast and jam. And at only $49.90 for our unreal breakfast. Why not bring the whole family? Spur. People with a taste for life. T's and C's apply. Now, Supersport Schools is an incredible team project. They've got people all over the country who help bring school matches to life and I know when I was at school sport interested me but media and this whole production side of things has always interested me a lot more I guess that's part of why I'm here today speaking to you on the Supersport Schools podcast but I know if, when I was at school if something like Supersport Schools existed in the capacity that it does today I really would have wanted to get involved I would have loved it and we are seeing young people from schools around the country being involved in Supersport Schools whether that's in a commentary capacity or school production capacity. It's incredible the opportunity that Supersport Schools is giving. And the benefits are so widespread as well, not just through being able to watch school sport, but scouts are using it, coaches are using it, referees are using it, officials are using it to improve their performances. And they're just benefits that we haven't even realized yet. And I'm sure for the future of South African sport, Supersport Schools streaming these matches is going to be an incredible benefit. I always use the example in 30 years time, You can look back at yourself playing, show your kids. That's something we've never had before, and that's incredible. But now to dive a bit more into how a production is put together and how these matches 
go from the fields and astros like the one behind me to your screens, whether it's on your phone, your TV, your laptop, a tablet. We're going to chat to Simon Heads Up Production at Supersport Schools. My name is Simon Hudson. I'm part of the multicam uh, broadcast. Um, there are specific productions that require a higher level of production. Um, if they want to highlight a specific school, a specific sport, or um, going on to last year, so we were mainly involved with Premier Inter schools. So Premier Inter schools do 12 big schoolboy derbies, netball and rugby yeah. throughout the year. Um, and they want that live on Supersport mm. TV. So we'll go in and provide that kind of service. Um, the identification of other big de 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 derby matches are kind of uh, analyzed. And if they feel necessary that we do like a Marisburg College with Hilton or a Paul, uh, what's it, Bishops vs. Rondebosch or a great college game that might not necessarily be um, the Premier Inter-School game, then yeah. we'll go and cover those to... To, to give more of a build-up, to give more of a spectacle. We give a much better production in terms of commentary, in terms of engagement and um, entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And what does it look like on a <clears throat> typical production weekend for you? Because obviously <clears throat> it's not as big as a full Supersport team would be for uh, yes, yes, full-on yes, professional yes. matches, but it still is to a very high standard. <clears throat> uh, so for a match... Uh, if you're mm, going mm. with the Premier Interschools, a weekend mm. rugby derby match, what's the production like from start to finish the, the whole weekend that you're involved mm. in that? So um, we'll obviously get identified which, which game, and that's obviously done way in advance. We'll go on the Friday before, so the games are normally on Saturday. We'll go pull our trailer to the game on the, the, the Friday or the match. We'll build our scaffolding. Um, we'll run our cables. Um, all the necessary checks, equipment checks, make sure no equipment's broken or... If it is, then we've got time to fix it on the Friday. Um, and then typically on the Saturday, we also cover um, all the games leading up to the first team game. So if, for instance, I've covered the Marysburg College uh, versus uh, Glenwood. So we'll cover from sixth team all the way up to second team. Um, and then we'll cover the first team game live on, on TV. So in terms of our, our crew, our production, we've got essentially four people in the OB van um, that, that operate within the OB van that's running cables, making sure everything's working, battery changes, know the systems, know how the van works, if something goes wrong, where to fix it. Um, we obviously, there's a director and a mixer. Um, so the director and the mixer, for simplicity's sake, is essentially directing the cameraman in terms of what shots he wants and then cutting those cameras, so cutting between the cameras that he wants for the game. And every sport is different, and we've got um, methods or understandings of how to film certain games. So then there's a replay um, operator. So the replay operator will, when a try is scored, cut the replay and then send it out on the live, um, the live broadcast. Ability to slow down that, that camera. Um, all those cameras are being recorded, so there's always a chance of a replay try and get as much as we can, not miss anything. Um, yeah, and then there's obviously the, the graphics side. So the graphics side is primarily run, or it's going to be run through SportFot. Um, and so obviously that's managing the graphics side in terms of scoring, in terms of time. Um, and if, for instance, some games we get the Supersport graphics guys to come in and they integrate with our system and we can we can use that, that side. So... Yeah, I think in terms of a whole weekend, we 
we kind of busy Friday and Saturday full out. Um, not much time for a break, mm -hmm. but um, it's it's a full push for two days, and we can cover an event like that. Yeah. So. And you mm. mentioned that the director will be training the cameraman mm. and, and talking mm. through that process. Mm. Is it a stepping stone to go into productions for super sport or people being trained or is it something more specialized where you come in for school sport and, and that's what you do? Mm. So I think we, we in a, in a, I think that's where the company potentially wants to go in terms of being the first uh, base for cameramen for the future. And I think, we we get guys that don't know rugby. We get guys in from from varsity, and we get guys in that don't necessarily know maybe how to operate a camera. But through the training and through some of the experiences, we've been able to teach people to operate a camera, and they are doing really well now. And we we're happy. And I think that whole training process is a is a factor in super sports schools in terms of we can train people up to a proficiency that yes, maybe they could go to super sport down the line if that is needed. And yeah, we definitely, we're not working with professional camera people. We're working with people that are from Varsity, have a bit of interest in camera work. And yeah, we obviously try and get the best we can uh, with obviously the people we have. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think Supersport Schools has this incredible opportunity for people to get involved. Um, I'll tell a little story quickly. A couple of years ago when it was COVID mm. um, and I was still in school, but sport was somewhat allowed. They just weren't allowed to be any spectators. Mm, mm. I think that's when a lot of people started knowing about mm. super sports schools mm. and, and using it. But at that time, super sports schools was a bit smaller. So on the weekend, we had all these rugby matches happening uh, on the Friday. We had all these hockey matches and only two, one Astro, one rugby pitch were covered mm, by mm. super sports schools mm. for the, for the main matches there. And so for the rest of them, uh, because it's something that I was interested in, I was involved with running around organizing guys. We were mm, mm. getting people to to literally stand with phones and, and stream games, mm, mm. Uh, which it was desperate times calling for <laughs> desperate measures. Mm. But it, it, it was something that a lot of people were interested in. And a lot of uh, boys, particularly at my school, were quite interested in, in commentary. And uh, rugby, particularly at an all-boys school, is, is always big. But now with super sports schools, pretty much bringing this incredible professional but uh, also very good um, impact to mm. the, the production of school sport. What's the opportunity like there for uh, school boys and girls to get involved in, mm. in, and in what ways can they get involved? Mm. So yeah, there's definitely opportunities for school boys, um, anyone interested to, to learn, to, to get in contact with us, uh, ask your school teacher. Um, yeah, just, just try and get involved, assist if you want to Commentate some of the games that your school your school friends are playing. Definitely, um, if your school has an AI camera, yeah, definitely get involved. I think there's there's great opportunity and and even linking into if you are at the end of your school career and you've got some interest in camera work, you've got some interest in sport live streaming. Um, just yeah, get it, definitely come get in contact. We can definitely put you on camera. We can can get you involved. There's there's huge huge. Uh, Small level opportunities that can can grow, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Simon. Thank you so yeah, much, and yeah. all the best for the rest of the the year, or I guess yes. the whole year. Yes, um, thank you. Yeah. Super Sports Schools is embarking on an incredible journey this year to increase content like there's never been before for school sports in terms of the articles, the fixtures, the results, and covering more matches than ever before while overcoming the challenge of load shedding, which is pretty much the biggest challenge that Super Sports Schools faces. But I'm really excited to see where it goes. I'm really excited to be involved. 
And I can't wait to see all the incredible sport that this year has in store for us around the country and in hundreds of schools. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode or listening wherever you do get your podcasts. It might be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Remember, you can watch the podcast on the Super Sports Schools app as well. And you can get involved if you really enjoy Super Sports Schools or if you have comments, suggestions, anything like that. We want to hear from you. We want to know what Super Sports Schools has meant to you. Let us know. Just search Super Sports Schools on our various social media platforms. You can find us. From me, Alex, that's all for this week. Bye-bye. All for this week. Bye-bye. This has been the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars, powered by Spurs Take Ranchers. And now the podcast from Joy.